You will not take her from me! So this video is a continuation from yesterday's video that you requested for me to expand on from the book Dark Lord, The Rise of Darth Vader, where I mentioned during Vader's exploration of the Jedi Temple, he began to analyze his life as Anakin and the events that led up to it. Mainly focusing on the raid of the temple during Order 66, the death of Mace Windu, his betrayal of the Jedi, and his reason for killing the younglings. In this video, we will go over his thoughts by reading a passage from the book as Vader thinks to himself. The scene he thinks of is on Mustafar in Episode 3, just before he saw Obi-Wan in Padme's ship. What's funny is that Vader literally gives himself a what-if scenario about Obi-Wan not showing up, which I think would be a super cool fanfiction to do if you guys want it. You'll see what I mean in a second. This passage is interesting because we never got to really understand his inner monologue with himself as he choked Padme, or even before it as he spoke to her and the plans he had for overthrowing Sidious. Regardless, if you haven't seen yesterday's video, I'm going to start where that one left off and I'll briefly say that Vader was sent by Sidious back to the Jedi Temple on Coruscant to search for the Sith Holocrons, and during his search, he began to reminisce about everything. Here we go. Anakin's visions. More important, the Jedi would have attempted to stand in the way of the decisions he and Padme would have needed to make regarding the fate of the galaxy, beginning with the assassination of Sidious. Oh, but on Mustafar she had worked herself into a state over what he had done at the temple, so much that she hadn't heard a word he was saying. Instead, she made up her mind that he had come to care more about power than he cared for her. As if one matters without the other. And then cursed Obi-Wan had shown himself, interrupting before Anakin could explain fully everything that he had done in Palpatine's office and at the temple had all been for her sake and for the sake of their unborn child. Had Obi-Wan not arrived, he would have persuaded her to understand. He would have made her understand and together they would have moved against the Sith Lord. The rasp of Vader's breathing became more audible. Flexing his artificial hands did nothing to waylay his rage, so he hunched his broad shoulders under the armor pectoral and heavy cloak, shuddering. Why didn't she listen to me? Why didn't any of them listen to me? His anger continued to build as he neared the temple's archives room, where he parted company with Commander Apo and his stormtroopers, as well as with the members of the Internal Security Bureau who, Vader was given to understand, had their separate mission to perform. He paused at the entrance to the library's vast and towering main hall, shaken not by memory but by memory's effect on his still healing heart and lungs. The mask's optical hemispheres imparted a murkiness to the normally well-lighted hall, which had once boasted row after row of neatly arranged and catalogued holobooks and storage discs. Blood left here still showed in maroon constellations that marred large areas of the floor and speckled some of the few still-standing sculpture-topped plinths that lined both sides of the long hallway. Even if he had killed Sidious, even if he had won the war single-handedly for the Republic, the Jedi would have fought him to the bitter end. They might even have insisted on taking custody of him and Padme's child, for their offspring would have been powerful in the Force indeed, perhaps beyond measure. If only the High Council Masters hadn't been so set in their ways, so deceived by their own pride, they would have grasped that the Jedi needed to be brought down. Like the Republic itself, their order had grown stale, self-serving, corrupt. And yet, if the High Council had seen fit to recognize his power, had granted him the status of Master, perhaps he would have aided their continued existence. But to call him the Chosen One only to hold him back, to lie to him and expect him to lie for them, what had they imagined the outcome would be? 
old fools. And yet, if not for the events on Mustafar, Anakin would sit now on the Coruscant throne, his wife by his side, their child, in her arms. Instead, Palpatine's plan could not have been more flawlessly executed. He had won it all. The war, the Republic, the fealty of one Jedi Knight in whom the entire Order had placed its hope, the revenge of the self-exiled Sith had been complete, and Darth Vader was merely a minion, an errand boy, allegedly an apprentice, the public face of the dark side of the Force. Vader's heart pounded in his chest, and the respirator fed his heart's needs with rapid breaths. For his own health and sanity, he realized that he would have to avoid places that whipped his anger into such a frenzy. I gotta say, the fact that Vader himself consciously thought of overthrowing Sidious once he told Padme of his plan really puts perspective on things. He never was purely evil. Sure, he had a lust for power, but I like to believe that he was merely mistaken for this whiny, power-hungry tyrant. I think if Obi-Wan never followed Padme onto the ship, then the galaxy would have been entirely different. Vader would have kept his limbs just as Anakin had, meaning he would have been able to reach his ultimate potential. Somewhere in this book, it also explains how Sidious was hoping Vader would try to kill him, and then he would have created the perfect evil monster that would even betray everyone, including his master. However, once Vader turned into half-man, half-machine, Palpatine knew he had to spend his entire life awakening Vader's rage within him, so that he may one day realize who he really is. It explained that the dark side was more of a mental challenge than any feat that was physical, how it focused more on the pain of suffering than the peace and love of life. That if one can overcome the barriers of the mind, then they were truly a powerful Sith Lord. What do you all think about this? Would things have ended up different if Obi-Wan never followed Padme to Mustafar? Would Anakin have told her about his plan? Now that we know these things, we can see the movie in a whole new light because we know exactly what was going on in his head as he saw Obi-Wan. Completely enraged and forgetting about everything else, he just lashed out and choked Padme, then drew his lightsaber in Obi-Wan, and the rest is history as we know. Thanks for watching this episode, everyone. I really appreciate the time you guys spend on this channel. It's really humbling. I hope to deliver and uphold the same quality of content you all are entertained by. And I'll see you all in tomorrow's episode of Star Wars Theory as usual. I think it's time for a new fanfiction as discussed in yesterday's video. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember... The Force will be with you. Always. Now, fulfill your destiny.